Hey guys, I don't know if you're like me, but I love Count the Dings and everything it has to offer. I just can't find everything I need. You know, I know about Cinephobe and I know about the mailbag and I know about Bomb, but that's all we do, right, I mean? No, we do so much more. What? Yeah, absolutely. If you sign up, patreon.com slash count the dings, you'll find a plethora of other content, fresh content, extended content, the OG pod overflow, the Cinephobe cold opens that we've taken and made their own thing to live only there. The Rewatchingtons, bomb in its full Ooh. and unadulterated cut, early drops of Cinephobe episodes, and so much more. You said the OG pod. Now, is it new or is it old? Mace, I'm glad you asked that. It is a new incarnation mm-hmm. of the old OG pod. Oh. So it's me, Zach, Trey, Waz, Tom. I love those guys. Just like we always were. Going back to the True Hoop days, mm-hmm. we're recreating that magic, recapturing it, and putting it back out. We're talking hoops. We're talking pop culture. And most importantly, we're talking for 40 minutes for free. Mm-hmm. But then another specific Patreon exclusive segment for every one of those episodes. Funny enough about that OG pod, you're getting Tom and Trey on Mondays. You're getting me and Waz, aka Zosny, on Wednesdays. Amin's floating in between. I'm a floater. You never know when you're going to get Amin in those, so you got to listen to them all. And what if I'm not sure what Maze looks like? Because I've always thought he's a fat man with a fedora. He's got a weird voice. How can I see for myself what this Maze character actually looks like? It's crazy you don't know the answer to this. Hmm. because it's the Cinephobe Pod YouTube page. What? The CT5s on the Cinephobe Pod YouTube page. You can look at all of us. You can get all the OG pods on YouTube too at CountTheDings1 on YouTube, at Cinephobe Pod on YouTube, patreon.com slash CountTheDings gets you everything all in one feed. You can link it to your Spotify. And now enjoy the show. Hey, listener, Zach Harper here, Underdog Fantasy the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other, and whoever has more points points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do. That is your rival's pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson scoring tear going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years. Here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick first-time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the App Store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first-time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org, Arizona 1-800-NEXT-STEP, that's 1-800-639-8783, or text Next Step to 53342. New York, call the 24-7 Hope Line at 1-877-8-HOPE-NY, or text HOPE-NY 467-369.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What up, what up, everybody? I'm Big Waz. And I'm Nando Vila. And we are the Woke Bros. Each week, we bring you guys lefty news from a lefty perspective, man. What does that mean? That means news from the perspective of working people like you and I. Yeah, do you think the Republicans suck? And do you think that the Democrats also suck? Well, you're going to like our show because we think they both suck. (laughs) Absolutely. So if you want the news, all Skrilla, no filler, each and every Thursday, please subscribe, rate, review, wherever you get podcasts, because the Woke Bros has their own individual podcast feed. Make sure you look up the Woke Bros, subscribe to us, rate us, review us, give us five stars, and say that we're the greatest of all time. See you guys soon. Yo, yo, back again. Well, man, y'all know, y'all know what it is, man. You know the voice, you know the headline. It's Mari, uh, another episode of the Rap Names Podcast. Look, man, if you're not following Bomb on socials, go ahead and do that right now, at B-O-M-M Podcast on Twitter, on Instagram. Come fuck with us, man. You know what I'm saying? Jerv, what up, man? What's good, fam? You know we out here. Ain't nothing. I see you. I see you with the with the jersey on and shit, man. You gotta you about to rant again. You good? You straight? Ain't no need to rant, bro. I said what I had to say, dog. <laughs> niggas, niggas, niggas know what it is, dog. We not fucking around with these people anymore. Hey, I liked it, man. Hey, they was fucking with that rant too, man. I think we got we gotta do that shit more often, dog. But we got a fucking special guest, man. You know when I say we got a special guest, it's always somebody ill every single time, man. Look, I'm I'm gonna let him introduce himself. You know what I'm saying? Like it's this shit is this shit gonna be crazy. So what's going on with you, my guy? Hey, what's up, man? It's uh Cartoon Beats producer out of out of everywhere, pretty much. Um yeah. I'm on I'm based out of Long Island right now. Okay. Um I was born in Harlem. Uh, I lived in Pennsylvania, lived in Florida, so I bounced around a little bit, but I've been on um I've been on the island for like the last five or six years. Um, you know, right. just trying to make stuff shake with this music. So um, yeah, you say are you doing your thing? And you say you trying to make some shape, man. You're being modest and all that, man. You do your fucking thing, bro. <laughs> um, nah, but uh, you know, so we like you know we, we start the episode off every week with our current music rotation. Um, being that you the, the guest this week and all that, what you what you listening to right now, or if you if you're not really listening to nothing too much crazy, you could talk about what you're working on or whatever. You know what you, what you got going on. Um, realistically, I listen to everything. Um, as a producer, music is like homework for me. So, gotcha. you know, I don't lock myself into just listening to, um, you know, one genre, 
like I don't listen just to like um like the lyrical stuff. I listen to, you know, as they call it now these days, you know, mumble rap. Yeah. <laughs> I listen to everything. Um it helps me to be like be more diverse as a producer. Um so I mean every every time, every Friday when music drops, that's like I said, I treat it like homework. I check every project, um, I skim through, I listen. Um, you know, obviously like the the um like the artists that I'm like I would say like bigger fans of, I really take my time and give it like multiple listens, like the J. Coles and, you know, like the Lloyd Banks and things like that, which we're gonna uh, speak about like later. Yeah. yeah, I listen I listen to a heavy dose of everything. Yeah, that's good. I mean, that's a that's an interesting uh, perspective. Like, I, I I guess I didn't look at it like that. Like you said, like homework, like you listening to it because it's like, okay, yeah, I want to hear the music, but at the same time, I need to listen for certain things to be like on the lookout for certain shit. Like, okay, yeah, cool. I need to be doing this type of thing. Um, but you, but you, Jer, I'm, I'm gonna just go out on a limb here, Jer, and I'm gonna just guess that you're listening to something from the 2000s. Nothing current, nothing past 20, uh, 2006. Am I right? You would actually be wrong today, sir. Oh shit! Um, <laughs> I, de- I decided to give uh, Culture three. Um, oh, spin. oh, wait, nah, hold on, wait a fucking nah, hold on. It's a culture nah. three, culture talk three. My bad, culture talk it's, three. It's, it's culture three. Fuck, nah, culture hold three. on, man. Fuck, whatever. No, 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 no. You mean to tell me not only am I wrong about the year, you listen to the Migos album? I listen to it. <laughs> now, I listen to it. Y'all know, I'm, I listen to, you know, shit. Yeah. Damn. So no, I, mean, up with that one. I mean, the one thing that's common with me, bro, is like, I, I'm not saying I'm the biggest Migos fan by any stretch of imagination, right? I'm not. Just to clear that up. Just just to clear it up. But, you know, I, I you know, kind of kind of like you just said, bro, like, you know, like I respect like them young boys got to hustle, right? They do. And they still they still young boys to me. Mm-hmm. Um they they got a movement and um you know, I respect I respect when they stuff come out for what it is, right? It ain't something that I'm supposed to I'm not trying to say cats don't be bodying songs from time to time or offset offset don't, you know what I mean? He don't, he don't kill something from time to time, mm-hmm. but like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not straight going to that. Cause I'm like, yo, I want to, I want to hear like the illest 16 I've ever heard in my life. I'm going to that because like, I, I, I know the beast is going to roll. Yeah. They're going to set the tone. Yeah. I, you know what I'm saying? I know, I know they going to have something catchy. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, yep. like, so they, they legit caught me, you know, I saw the, everybody talking about it, which I knew it was going to happen. And I just, you know what I mean? I like, I mean, one thing about them, yo, they're going to give you a hit. You know what I'm saying? They're going to give you a smash. I don't really listen to the radio like that. Like, yeah. I, I, I just can't do the radio. Um, I feel like I, I get I get tired of songs fast because of the radio. Same. Um, so, but I know one thing's for sure. Them motherfuckers are going to have three or four songs. Boy. Entire summer. Yeah. It's going to fucking destroy, you know what I mean? So it's going to be I, everywhere too. You yeah, you're going to hear it regardless. <laughs> like yo, like like if I, if I if I'm going to go to a cook, I'm going to a, I'm going to go to a cookout on the weekend. No matter when this drops, I'm going to a cookout on that weekend. Cause I'm outside, <laughs> exactly, right? Migos is going. Migos is going to be playing. You absolutely right. You know what I'm saying? So I got to at least hear the shit, so I yeah. cannot be the dude sitting there and be like, "What the fuck?" Is this? You know what, <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But no, like, but but no, honestly, it's it's a it's. It's a solid album. Like it's a it solid is. project. You know what I'm saying? I could I could definitely see, you know, next next time at the gym, I could definitely see myself, you know, throwing that shit on and you know what I mean, getting through my workout because you know that that's what it's for. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, no, I, I agree with you 100 percent I was listening to that actually this morning. That's why I kind of caught me off guard because I'm like, damn, he just said the Migos. Um, 
you know, obviously I had to tap in. You know, Drake is on it. Shout out to Wise, man. You know what I'm saying? Listen, Drake smoked that shit, man. Having our way. Oh, my God. Straightening. I already love straightening anyway. Like, when I heard straightening, it kind of. That's the joint they did yeah. when they came down to, um with, with, uh, with Mayweather, right? Then they just come down with Mayweather at the fight? I think, I, yeah, I, I want to say they did. I didn't. Yeah, okay. It's, it's the, it, that, it had, I guess it had to be because that's the, that's the most. No, no. I'm tripping. I showed my A's. That was um, Moneybag. Um, Moneybag Yoda came down with them, right? They look, was, they, they did the they did the pre-fight, John. Like, yeah, they, did yeah, they, yeah. they did their own shit and then yeah. what you call came down with Mayweather actually going out to the ring. So. Yeah, yeah. Because I know somebody's going to be like, well, actually, yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> well, actually, no, they didn't come down the ring with so yeah. like let me just let me just clarify I was yeah. wrong. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. No, that's all good. Um yeah, now that album's good, like you said, it's solid. Uh, a couple of my homies hit me up about that, you know, because I'm heavy tapped into the banks, obviously. Like, come on now. I'm listening to banks. I'm listening to Larry June or uh, the Orange Print the album is solid. The album is very solid. Uh I like it. Um the joint with Days Loaf is probably my favorite joint on there. Um it's called Say Less. And he has a I joint called to too, yeah. yeah, man. I said it's fire. Uh he got a joint on there called Wait on Me, and it's like the it's the melodies that got me, you know what I mean? Like it's it's that shit is just crazy. Like it's been stuck in my head since I played it. So good job, Larry. Uh yeah, Migos, Banks, Larry June, um listening to uh her her drop the joint called We Made It. Oh my god, like y'all know I'm in love with her anyway, so that, that ain't about nothing. Um but yeah, <laughs> other than that, man, you know, just that's 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 pretty much been my rotation, man. But I wanna, you know, since we on the subject of you know talking about that music, talking about rap and you know shit like that, I wanna ask y'all this. Jervi, I'll start with you. Who was the first rapper that you looked at growing up and you thought was cool? Like, not even necessarily like, oh, I wanna be whatever, but you thought like this, yeah, this he got it. He cool. I know. All the listeners would probably think my answer would be Hove, you know what I'm saying? Because, but it's not right. Like the first rapper that I thought, I think I thought was cool. I'm a little older. Um, I'm I'm a little older, so I'm I'm like for me, I I I believe it was probably like Heavy D or Chub Rock on some real shit. Okay. You know what I mean? I I was I, you know I've always been a, a gentleman that, that rocks an extra large, and you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> so so to see Heavy D, you know what I'm saying? Heavy D out here crushing them, getting getting like. Bad, have, you know what I'm saying? Like living, and um, you know what I'm saying with Chuck Rock. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, like them dudes was cool to me, bro. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it, it was it, they wasn't the bulls that had their shirts off. You know what I mean? With 24 pack. You know what I'm saying? They they looked like me. You know what I'm saying? That shit was cool Yo. to me, bro. Like I was like, damn, I can get girls too. Like look at them. That's an ill bio to have too, man. Nigga said, always been a gentleman to wear extra large. That's always good, been bro. a gentleman to wear extra large, brother. So you got a chip. Nah, um, no, that's that's a good one. Uh what's the what's the one joint he had? Uh Big Daddy. Oh, that song is so fire, dog. Like the hook, the beat, he on there talking and shit. He like, look, yeah, I'm Yeah, I, and they I, and they had bars too, yeah. dog. Like, I mean, that's but that was different. That was different. You know what yeah. I mean? It's a different. This style like, was something crazy too. Like Heavy D, just his flow and everything, his presence. It was something ill because it's like genius. He was a genius, yeah. dude. No, he was genius. He was. All right. What about you, my G? What you? I'm. What you? I'm trying to think. Like what? Uh, in, in my head, I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm a guess. And when you answer this, I'm. A, I'm gonna see if I was right. Well, let's 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 do this because uh, you know, forgive my ignorance. Uh, how how like what's your age range? So I, I want to guess. Oh me, I, I'll just yeah. tell you, I'm 32. 32, okay, yeah. 32. Mari, what you? What are you? I'm 33. So we right there. So y'all same, John. 
I'm a that's, that's why I said I'm a guess. I would have guessed yeah. and see. Um, 32. Cool. I mean, it could it be? <laughs> could it be like like? Hove is just the easy fucking answer, like a Nas or somebody like that. That's yeah. Actually, I, mean, yeah. I was I was gonna say Nas. <laughs> you know what's crazy? I almost said Method Man, kind of. I wanted to say Meth. Yeah, him too. I almost but, said that, but Nas, that makes sense. That make that make perfect yeah. sense. You know what I hate? After a long day of work, dealing with people, being stressed, got to figure out what to eat that night. I don't feel like cooking. But I don't want to eat something that's bad for me, like junk food. I want something healthy. I want to eat something that tastes good, and I don't want to work too hard or pay too much to do it. Well, guess what? What you really want, if you're like me, is Freshly. That's right. Freshly offers chef-made, nutrient-packed, delicious meals delivered fresh to your door. No cooking required. Grocery shopping and cooking can be a pain, especially right now. And with Freshly, you don't have to. Your meals arrive cooked and fresh every week so you can keep your fridge stocked and skip the trip to the store. Ordering is easy. All you got to do is visit Freshly.com and choose from over 30 delicious, satisfying, better-for-you meals like Steak peppercorn, sausage baked penne, or their chicken pesto bowl. I love the chicken pesto bowl. Freshly can fit your lifestyle with a variety of plans and meals to pick from that work for your dietary needs, preferences, tastes, and family size. Now our listeners can try Freshly for just $6.16 per meal. Stop searching the internet for healthy food near me every night and start living life freshly. Your meals are always delivered fresh, never frozen, and are ready to heat and enjoy in just three minutes. With new meals added each week, Freshly brings the convenience of chef-made, nutritionist-designed classics right to your kitchen. Right now, Freshly is offering our listeners $40 off your first two orders when you go to Freshly.com slash b-o-m stop stressing about dinner go to freshly.com slash b-o-m for forty dollars off your first two orders that's freshly.com slash b-o-m for forty dollars off your first two orders do yourself a favor get freshly for me it was um it was nice because he was uh like he had his own way about being like flashy he was always kind of like low-key but everybody knew who he was he was still like deadly on the mic and um you know he was as they say you know he would like keep kick knowledge too but you know he was like he was a rapper like he wasn't any less of a rapper because of what some of his um his content was yeah so i like i and i always liked his um i always liked his style like confident like low-key and humble but he was still that guy yeah. Um, and obviously, I listened to Jay Z just as much, but you know, I felt like I guess I related a little bit more um, to Nas on like on the low key side. Yeah, I, that, that that sounded about right. Nas always was a little a little cooler than Hove, like style wise. You know what I mean? Maybe the music was like Jay Z had it on that level as far as like mainstream shit and he was yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I I agree with that. Uh, I, for me, I would say it was big, and it was big because like. 
I looked up to my older brother, you know, my older cousins and stuff like that. And every time his music would be on, they would be impressed. So for me, I was looking at him like, damn, like he must be, you know what I mean? Like, and then I'm, t- I'm listening to the, to the music, the shit that's coming on the radio. I'm seeing the videos and he rocking these shirts and the glasses and driving the car. Like it just, it looked cool. Like the look of it was just like, yeah, this looks like what's supposed to be going on. You know what I'm saying? So pr- probably big. Um, Nas is a great choice. I mean, all, all of them is great choices because that's what being a rapper, like, you know, is supposed to be about. If people don't ever look at you like, man, I want to, I need to do some shit like that or I want to wear that. Then it's kind of like a, you know, even like the early 2000s, you got Fab, you got like, you know, niggas was dressing like G-Unit, State Property, Rock Flight. <laughs> at some point, niggas was doing, you know what I'm saying? All those type of, uh, those type of waves that came, you know, especially oh, Fab with the throwbacks and shit. When niggas, when niggas had the fucking... When niggas was rocking you know what the, G, the G unit, uh, the fifty cent, the tank top John That was never, yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Like that was one thing that I was listening to the music and I was by, I was fucking with everything. But when them shit, I was like, yeah, I'm probably not going. Yeah, I ain't gonna stop Maybe, maybe, maybe a headband, but no, absolutely yeah. a headband for sure. A headband, maybe a T that was like a, that. I probably still couldn't fit today. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> but um, yeah, I wasn't doing no. You know the uh, what Cam called them the Brazil types. I, yeah, I couldn't do <laughs> Brazil types. Yeah, oh couldn't, man, I couldn't do you those. Just, man. You just made me think of the uh, <laughs> made me think of that quick beef that they that him the fifth and um and um and, uh, yeah, yeah. Cam had, and when fifth did the motherfucking video, my G, at his crib. And, and like had the niggas doing like the fucking the shit on the on the ATVs and he and he and, he, and I you know what I'm saying I'm a fan of both I was a yeah. fan of both right and he yeah. hit nigga he he hit Cam with the yo what's the last Cameron joint you liked anyway like that shit bro yeah. like I, no, I don't know what a, you like I don't know how that just popped in my mind but yeah but no that was a, that was a good time that was a good time right there because I remember when I remember like I was at the library or some shit doing something and. I hopped on a, I don't know if it was, it was hip hop something. I don't know if it was hip hop game or hip hop. It was something, but they had like all the top shit, you know, the top of the page. And I clicked on the video, they had a phone conversation. And like, that's where like the beef started, where it was like, yo, put like put 50 on the phone. They talking and all that shit. So I I think I saw that John. I think I first saw that John on Nye right, bruh. Like real talk. You know what I'm saying? Before everybody knew to go to YouTube for everything, Nye right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I I don't know too much. I don't know if Nye right had a, Falling out with the peoples or whatever, yeah. so I I'm not here supporting or nothing. I'm just saying yeah, yeah, that yeah. was where I saw most of my shit set. And Absolutely, and like, then, I remember I used to go to them joints daily because like you know what I mean like that was how you that was our Twitter, you know what I'm saying that nah, was our facts, Twitter yeah. feed back then. Uh, what, what was the other joint too? Uh, all what was it all hip hop? All hip hop. All hip hop was fire. Um, it was another one, hip hop DX. It was it was a lot it was a lot of shit around that was just like you I would go check in the morning like like you said it was my Twitter when I get up post, in the morning I'm this, checking this it. the post Napster days oh man yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's tough uh but yeah man you know that 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 was a good era it was a good time but you know let's I want to I want to get to I want to get to to this part because I was excited so I'm gonna tell you how this this came about right how this interview came about um let me, let me matter of fact let me let me pull the, the tweet up I don't I don't want to uh, mispronounce you know what I'm saying mispronounce one man. But we had a we had a, a, a tweet from you know one of the, one of the listeners one of the supporters, and he was like, "Yo, we need to get Cartoon Beast on rap names." And immediately when I saw it, I was like, "Hell yeah! Like I'm you know I'm I'm with it." 
but you know, I'm thinking it's probably like a long, I mean, you know how it is. Like, you know, people see their name and stuff and they like, yeah, all right, whatever. Like they might skip over it, but immediately, like he was very like receptive to it. Um, all right, so here's, here it is right here. His at is Carlos Munoz. You got like zeros in there instead of the O's and all that. Shout out to him though. Uh, Thanks, yeah. So I need to get, Bomb Podcast need to get Cartoon Beats on rap names. He put some heat on that Banks album. You know, we said we love to make it happen, and we made it happen, man. So, I, first of all, I want to say thank you for being, you know, open to joining us Appreciate on this, it. had this conversation absolutely, with us. Absolutely, man. So, nah, thank y'all for having me, man. Yeah, absolutely. It was it was super quick, super, you know what I mean? He ain't do the Hollywood shit on us. Like, hey, bro, I just produced some shit on Banks' album. Uh, hit my secretary. <laughs> we'll let you know next week. Uh, holler at us later, none of that. Um, cool dude. So, I, you know, I want to talk about when you – when you actually develop, I guess, like the, the, the passion for uh, producing. And first of all, wait, did you ever rap first? Let's, let's, let's ask that question. Nah, never. Okay. I mean, it depends on like, I like, I, I knew how to rap and I could, I never actually like tried. Like um, I had like a little phase in high school where I would freestyle with my friends. Yeah. Um, yeah I was known for like, you know, freestyling at the lunch table, but yeah. I kind of, I never really saw myself, um, going far as like you know trying to be a rapper yeah. and not because like I wasn't good um it was more because just like it was one of those things that every at that time you know everybody was trying to do that <laughs> and I was playing like basketball and stuff like that so I was just like I'm not about to be trying to do that. <laughs> did you have a rap name nah I didn't I just I just oh, okay it was just, all it was right just I bet yeah nah nah it makes sense like you said it was just you know something you was doing on the fly and it was just like whatever you know, it's cool. So when did you actually develop the passion for and start, you know, producing? Um, I started really taking it serious, probably like 20. No, I started producing it like just producing in general, probably like 2012. Um, back in uh, when I was in high school, um, I had a friend that rapped and he had like FL Studio on his computer. And um, I always used to ask him, like, oh, like, where do you get your beats and stuff like that? He would make them himself. Um, and he just gave me, he gave uh, me and my brother. Actually, I got a twin brother, and he's a producer, too. But I'll get to that later, because that, that makes it a little bit more interesting, too. Um, so he I gave agree. me, like, the CD with, um, like, FL Studio on it. I had it for probably, like, a year. Um, I, I put it on my computer. And to me, it was kind of more like a game. It was, like, interesting. Like, I had no idea. Um, what I would use it for or what the software was like, but I know you can make like music. So at the time I would just use it when I would get like bored, but I, I've been like a mu music connoisseur since I was like younger, since my mom had me coming up on like jazz to even like me and my brother, like sneaking and listen to rap. Cause you know, up until we got to a certain age, my mom, she didn't even allow us to, to listen to it. So <laughs> yeah. um, fast forward to um, 2012, um, I started up again because I'm um, I'm like halfway through uh, like junior college. I was playing um, I was playing basketball in junior college in Pennsylvania, and um, I was just like I had it on my computer, and I I made like one or two, and I let like one of my friends hear, and he was just like, like that's pretty that's actually pretty good. You should try like at least putting them out there and see what people say. So I made like a SoundCloud. Um, like a sound click and all these other things, and I just put like a couple of beats out there started using like Facebook to like network with like local rappers, but the beats I was putting out was actually like decent for that time. And it was sounding like pretty on par with what was out. Like uh, my mixing wasn't like the best, but you could tell like the talent was there. So um, 
I, I like when I first started out, I had like some weird name, like Nightmare Productions or something like that. Yeah. And then I ended up changing it to Cartoon Beats. And um, I started to take it more serious. I got myself on Twitter. I started like um, networking, just following artists, like treating it again, treating it like homework, looking for artists that's blowing up and things like that. Um, and, um, you know, sometimes they would post like an email and obviously you got to be like one of the first ones to send it because in like 10, 15 minutes, that email is flooded. It's, yeah. it's flooded. So I got my first couple of placements like that. The first artist, uh, well, major artist at the time I worked with um, was a dude, Dricky Graham. He made snapbacks and tattoos. This was like, as that song was blowing up, um, he needed like follow-up songs and he was just kind of riding the wave to that song. So I ended up getting like three placements with him on his mixtape. That was hosted by like DJ Ill Will. This was when um, Dat Piff was still like a thing. Yeah. Um, so I started with that, and then um, I got in touch with um, like a bunch of people at that time. I got in um, touch with uh, like King Los. Okay. On with him called Fear, um, and I started to get like I just started to land like you know random placements, but um, at that time it was like Dat Piff like mixtape stuff, so it wasn't like a lot of like. Um, album stuff and a, and a lot of it was through internet which is um you know sometimes it can be hard to develop the relationship with the artist absolutely just emailing like back and forth and things like that but you know that got me off to like a good start for a little bit and um you know i was consistent with it i was working i, I went to like a beat battle uh, while i was living in pennsylvania i came all the way to new, um, back to the city to do a beat battle um there was like um at some times it was like anr's from like mmg and like some other places there um, I, I ended up coming in like second. Um, but yeah, I just started doing little things like that. And I pretty much, I stuck with it ever since then. And, um, in the process of like that beginning time to now, there was like a lot going on. Like I, I ended up, um, transferring from my junior college to, um, a school out here on Long Island, played ball for like a semester then stopped. And when I stopped playing ball, that was when I was like, I, I want to take, like, if I'm not going to be playing ball, I want to take like music like really, really serious. And that's when I started putting like, you know, um, a lot more time into it. And then I just, I just kept networking. And over, um, over time, I was able to catch like a lot of people like right before they blew up. Cause I like, again, I treat music like, like homework. I always had like a good ear. Like I knew about Bryson Tiller before he blew up. I knew about Post Malone before he blew up. Um, I just had like a uh, like a good ear of finding like people that like really had like a, a unique sound. And sometimes I caught them, um, you know, and then sometimes I didn't. Like I caught them as they were blowing up and then, you know, they're not really going to remember, you know, somebody that's not really doing blowing up at the pace that they're blowing up. So um, that's pretty much how I that's how I got started. And, you know, I just kept it moving from there. So it hasn't been, you know, like a, a quick like, you know, overnight thing. It, it has been a process. There's a saying that everybody says it takes like years to become an overnight success. And, you know, that's, that's often true sometimes. So you, you mentioned that you, uh, you mentioned you hooped, right? Yeah. Um, so like for me, I, 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 I like, you know, played a little bit or whatever, you know, but you know, know people that, that, that hooped at a certain level and they all would tell me, yo, there was always, they would watch somebody, you know, whomever it may be. And they'd be like, damn, I want to do that. Right. Like, was there, a certain song, a certain artist, or a certain producer that you heard that kind of made you say, like, you know, I want to, I either want to try that or, you know what, damn, I, I think I can do better than that? Um, honestly, it was, 
it was everybody, everybody that was hearing because um like I like I have like a pretty distinct ear for for like sound and when I hear something, as long as I figure out like where I can find like the different sounds in my program, I can I can like make that same kind of music but have my own spin on it. Um, a big influence for me at that time was um, Jalil Beats. He was one of my favorites because he was um, I just I loved the way that like his beats was like um, he had like a knock to him and like an 808, and then he had a run where he lays pretty much the whole industry yep. with like a single, and he was like he was killing it. Um, but yeah, I, I honestly I've been influenced by a lot of producers. Um, one of the bigger ones was like Lex Luger too, and like Southside because they were using FL Studio um, as well, and they like they they took it like you know to another level. Man, Lex Luger had a run, man. Oh man, he had a crazy run. He did. He took it to it. So he was another one like I looked up. Um, I looked up to. Um, but yeah, I listen to everybody. There's I noticed there's a lot of producers out here that they kind of. They put themselves in lanes a little bit. Um, you know, they either like real heavy on like the boom bap and that's their style or they're real heavy trap. And one thing I can say about me, which is what people will start to find out pretty soon as I have other things released, they'll probably be surprised. Like they'll hear me like with like a Lloyd Banks placement and then like hear like a like a beat I did for somebody like Little Dirk or something like that. Cause mm -hmm. I, I don't like to confine my sound to just like one type of type of music. You know, I like to be able to be um like you know, like have like multi like lanes where I can go with my music and stuff. Yeah, no, that's that's ill. Um, so so as far as on the, like the production side, right? We hear the stories all the time about like rappers when they send verses to each other. Uh, they hear somebody verse, and you know, uh, maybe somebody they look up to or somebody they, they respect, they like the verse. Like, what is that feeling like for you when they hear the when they hear the beat? Because you know, a lot of times people like a rap song, they like the beat. The beat is what catch them, and then yeah, they start absolutely. listening to what they actually saying. So it's like. To you, like, like, what is that feeling like in that moment? What are you thinking when you send it to an artist like Ransom or Banks or somebody like that, and they like, yeah, this is it? Uh, usually, I, um, I'm pretty good, but it's, you have to be. If you're not, like, this is also something I learned. If you're not in studio with them, you really got to be on point and on tune with their sound and what you think they're looking for. Because you could send something, they could be like, that's hot. It's just not what I'm looking for, and that's happening. Um, but to answer your question, um, you know, it's it's uh, like usually I have a good idea of what I think the person might like. But then, like, you know, when it's always like a, a good feeling when they hit you back and they just like, yeah, like this is um, like this is this is fire. Like I'm using <laughs> this because um, even though like a lot of it, is, it might be through like DM or it might be like through a message. But you can kind of you can see the emotion and excitement sometimes by how they message you. Yeah. And um that's like, you know, that's, that's a good feeling. Actually with one of the beats, um, I like Banks gave me like a response like that, you know? And, um, it was, uh, it was like, because I grew up listening to Lloyd Banks, like I was like hype. I was confident that like, cause I kept saying, I was like, yo, I know if, if he hears some of these, <laughs> no, if, if he don't take none of them, I'm, I'm quitting. Cause that's yeah, yeah. I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, that's funny as shit. Yeah. When he like, um, when he, responded to like the first one because um i sent um i sent it like he posted an email but i also sent it through his engineer and then his engineer hit me up at like three in the morning and was just like and this was when he had the first one he was just like yo like we we got we got some we got like something crazy so That's he, was crazy. Just like, he was just like you got um like you know we gotta get the file situated but 
you know, we got like, oh, it was just like, we got something like crazy, crazy. And like, he was, he was excited about it because obviously like Banks was excited about it. But at that time I had like, I didn't have any direct line and communication with Lloyd Banks. Yeah. I just knew, um, I just found out that I got the placement. That has to see, even that, that has to be super ill, like on, on, on another level because Banks doesn't drop all the time. So when he does drop and you get multiple play, like you got three joints on there. You got uh, Sidewalks, you got uh, Empathy, and then you have uh, Falsified with, with Ransom, you know, is on there. Yep. So to get three joints on the, on, the, on the album, and then you got people like Swiss Beats saying, hey, this song is fire and it's a beat that you produce. Like, that's gotta be like, you sitting back like, yeah, you know what? That's it. That's why I said he didn't give us the Hollywood shit. He didn't say, yo, dog, I'm, I'm out here now. Like, <laughs> Well, on. I mean, it, like I said, I just, I know the road that I, the road I got, like the road I've taken just to get like where I'm at or starting to get now has been a humble one. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it don't make, it don't, to me, it's not, it's probably haven't even, hasn't even fully registered like everything that's going on right now or the fact that like, you know, I'm a part of like a legendary project for like you know one of the greatest rappers in his like big return yeah. like to me it's just like all right i did what i'm supposed to do like now you know like what's next but um going back to like the three placements what's crazy is um the project was pretty much done they needed an intro so when he got the first one uh which was sidewalks i believe that was um at the time they were planning on making that the intro and he um like if I, I'm not, I know y'all heard the song. Like he went like crazy on that, so that's why yeah. he was excited. So um, the next morning, I was excited too. I woke up and I just tweeted. I was just like, I heard. I think I, I think I'm pretty sure I just heard I might have something with Lloyd Banks. And like five minutes after um, I tweeted that, he retweeted it and he followed me. So I was just like, oh, so this is this yep. is definitely. Mm. <laughs> so then immediately after that, um, because I got that one, I was just like. Like most people are like celebrating and they're like happy. I'm just like, did you hear the other beats? Like, so let me go make sure you heard them. So I jumped right in his DM and I was just like, yo, appreciate you following. Um, uh, he's like, yeah, I got, uh, we got one. He was like, this might be the intro. It came out crazy. And I was like, you still working? And he was just like, everything is pretty close to wrapped up, but like keep sending. He gave me his personal email. And then um, he was just like, yeah, when you get a chance, send some more. So I sent, um, I sent, it was an order that everything went in. First it was sidewalks and then um, like the next batch of beats had um, the empathy beat in it. And that was when I got like the response from him that was like, like crazy. Like he literally, he was just like, yo, this beat is insane. I was just like, don't say nothing else. The beat's yours. <laughs> Go ahead, do what you got to do. He recorded that. Um, and then he hit me back at like three in the morning. He was just like, we two for two. And I, and I was hyped. Um, mm. So, and then the last one I got, that was maybe, that was probably like two, two and a half weeks, probably before it was the project was even supposed to drop. That was like literally like a, a last batch. Cause I kept asking, I was just like, yo, I, 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 if I can, I'll get like six on this project. I don't care. I was sending him like five beats like a day or more making new stuff that sounded similar to the stuff I got placed. Cause um, you know, I wanted to take advantage of, you know, the opportunity once it's, especially because uh, he, like, I know he is picky with beats. Um, yeah. Because, uh, like, his A&R was telling me, and his A&R was like, he was like, yo, you got, like, two, like, that's dope. Um, so then I ended up sending, like, a little bit later, and then his A&R hit me back again. He was just like, yo, we got another one. So I ended up having, like, three on his project. And I, from what I saw, I'm the only producer with three 
three beats on it. And a lot of the other producers on there, they've been working with him for way longer than I have, you know? So it just like, that was like, just like a good feeling to, um, to know that like, you know, he really was like, he really was rocking with like the sound that I was, you know, the sound that I was sending him. So that was, you know, that was a big deal to me. What's, what's it, uh, what's it like when you, uh, what's that feeling like when you get the, you know, cause Banks is a legend, right? Like what's that like when you get that cosign, that approval from not, I mean, I guess not even just a legend, like somebody you, you, you even was just like, this is this is Lloyd Banks, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. what's that like when you get that approval, that cosign? It, honestly, it's it's just reassuring, and it like because sometimes like you know music is difficult, and when you're not getting the right responses or right answers, sometimes it's not because your beats are trash or anything like that. It's just you know it's timing, it's place, it's opportunity. But like if that happens for a while, in a sense, you start to question. Even like while you're sending, you're like, yo, is he is he listening? Is he is this is not what he wants or you know what I'm saying? So to get like you know his nod of approval on not one, not two, but three beats, it just let me know that okay, like so I can lock in and um and and know how to send in a pocket because you know a lot of times um it is easier to work in person because you can kind of read off of the vibes when you're when you're going through your beats whether they like it or not. Like emails just kind of cold. They might say yes or no or send more. Um, but it's a, it's a good feeling. I mean, especially for somebody like Lloyd Banks, who, you know, I, I could quote like all his punchlines and stuff like listen, that. You speak he was my in the language, scene. man. <laughs> he was Banks is my favorite rapper of all time, full disclosure. Like, my favorite <laughs> rapper ever. Squeaky doors, clogged sinks, finicky engines. When things break down around the house, you take care of it. However, when something's off in the bedroom, you uh, uh, just try not to think about it. Uh, nothing. I was just tired. I'm, I'm, I'm just stressed a little bit. Come on, man. What are you waiting for? Take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash B-O-M now. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it ships to you free with two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash B-O-M and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving your home. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to go to GetRoman.com slash B-O-M now. And if you do, you'll get $15 off your first month. It's really time to take care of your ED. And remember, if you get started today, you'll save $15 on your first order of ED treatment. So hearing you say this shit is like, yeah, like, like go ahead, do your deal. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, he was on in, in the rotation with the like the CD players um, before games, yep. after game, like all that stuff. <laughs> so it was a yeah, it definitely was a big deal. Like even if it wasn't like a, a huge deal to nobody else, it was a, a huge deal to me to get yeah, that's like, amazing. That's that's so, amazing. And like you said, not not just to get one uh, placement, but three. The fact that he is so picky because when you listen to Lloyd Banks music he has a sound that he's looking for. And it's like, if you can tap into that and he fuck with it, that means that you're, like you said, you on the right wavelength and you you know exactly what you're doing. Um, 
And, and as far as like, like you said, speaking with uh, or working with rappers in person versus like, you know, through email and stuff like that. We spoke with Poobs from D-Block, shout out to Poobs. And he was telling us about the process of like the locks, right? Where like mm-hmm. Sheik would show up mostly with his stuff written already, ready to rap. Um, Styles will actually come in and take a nap, but you got to keep the beat playing because that's how he work. He'll wake up and he'll be that's rhyming crazy. to the beat. And then he said, Kiss will be like in the middle of like chaos, like dice games, uh, they smoking, they rolling up. And then you think that he's not in song mode, but he'll go in the booth and, you know, rap something that just happened or like somebody say something slick, he'll put it in the verse. Um, so is has there been any artist that you work with that may have had a, a kind of, not an awkward process, but something that was different? And you was like, like, this is kind of, you know what I mean? Like you had to figure it out. Um, re- not really. I've, realistically, I've, I've worked with maybe like two artists in person in the studio. Okay. So a lot of it has been just like, you know, um, email. Uh, I've had like people go back and f- I've been going back and forth like with people, like if they need any adjustments or like, hey, you think you could maybe add this instrument? But right now I'm starting to get like into like a, like situations where I can, because once you develop like the relationship, it's a lot easier to get in the studio. Because I understand, that, especially with everything going on, like these days, not even just with like the coronavirus, just people in general. Yeah. Sometimes they could be a little like cautious about like, you know, in person in the studio and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I mean, if I feel like there's definitely a, a bigger advantage to, to working, you know, in person versus, you know, sending out through emails. And emails also is a game of percentages, you know? I mean, no matter how dope you are, if they're not checking their email at that time, they're not checking it. Or if they get other emails from people that they do know, they might skip over yours and might not go back. So, I mean, you got to really be shooting like 100% to get that small percent chance of the placement through email. Yeah, you got yeah, you to gotta, you gotta treat that shit like you're getting, trying to get your girl pregnant. Like, you got to be a day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you might miss that window, nigga. You got to you gotta go at that shit, man. Yep. So. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I've been, I've been working on... um which is probably going to segue into, you know, some, uh, some of the questions y'all might have, but like, I've been, I've been connected with like some people for a while and I've been sending for a while. And, um, honestly, I was just, I was, I was happy that Banks was, um, with the timing and everything, he was like the first big, like the first big, big drop that I had like this year. Cause I have like other stuff floating around. I'm waiting for them to drop. But the fact that, um, uh, he like he ended up releasing that like first and at that and at the time was that was that was a big deal for me too. Do you have do you have like a um, like a uh, I guess like not not necessarily a list but you know like like that that target group of artists or or, or whatever that you're just like you know obviously I, I would assume Banks was one of them you know what I mean being that he's a legend are there others on that list um, that that you like damn like you know. I gotta get a track with such and such, or whether yeah. it be hip hop, R and B, or whatever the case may be. Um, yeah, there's a lot of them. I mean, like, all like, all just all the people that I came up listening to, like the Nas's, um, like the Lloyd Banks. Um, I I tapped heavily into like the Griselda sound over the last. Um, the crazy thing is, y'all probably won't even believe this. I really like the beats you hear on Banks' album. I just started really like cranking those out over the last two and a half months. Cause um mm-hmm. I like I have to work strategically, you know. If something goes dead for me, like if I'm sending out trap stuff and some of those artists are like too big to hear it or they're not getting it, I'm like, all right, I've been doing this for like three months and I'm not getting nowhere. Maybe I need 
to, you know, switch my sound and see, find like an audience where I can get my beats to and get them heard. Cause I, and um, before, like a little bit before Banks, I was sending to like, um, you know, Griselda, like Conway, his camp. I got, um, I got like three placements with his artist, Jay Skies on his album. Jay Skies is dope too. Yeah, I got uh, three. I um, I got to send like Conway a pack too. He had, he had me personally. He asked for a pack. So um, like Benny the Butcher's artist, Heem, I got like two uh, two tracks loaded with him. Yeah. A pack of beats, just to be clear. We know what Griselda do, so pack of beats. Yeah, yeah, Let's clear that up. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, um, I like like I said, I just I try to corner like markets like when stuff gets slow, and that's what I, I learned to do. Like if something's not working, like you got to switch it up. You can't keep, you know, the, the saying you can't keep beating like the dead horse. You got to like try. And luckily like my talent allows me to do that because some producers can't, some producers are just trap producers. So if, you know, they get caught in a situation where they have access to like some Griselda artists, you know, and, and they need those kind of beats to send, they might not mm -hmm. be able to, you know, to do like to make it. So yeah. you know, I'm mm -hmm. blessed enough to be able to have that ear to where I can adapt my sound like right away. Yeah, you know, you know what's the ill thing about producers as well? Um, and I wonder like if you guys think of it this way, but most of the time when you hear about a rapper's process, whether they write, whether they go in there and just, you know, kind of punch in, whatever, the beat kind of inspires them to rap a certain way and to touch a certain subject matter or whatever. So when you listen back to the song, not like do you take credit for that, like, yeah, he, you know, but like, do you ever listen to the words a little more close because it's your beat and you like, okay, this is what I got out of this artist? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm like, I name, I like, I name my beats pretty creatively too, because as a producer, part of my process is making a beat that if I rapped, I would rap to. And if I wanted to rap about a certain subject, it would fit. It's like, so even like the, the thing about like the all three, like the, for example, all three of the beats that Lloyd Banks uh, chose, like I made those like literally just picturing like the city, like the grimy parts of the city, like the, you know, the dirty subways and stuff like that, especially like the, um, the sidewalks beat. And then he ended up calling it sidewalks. And at that, um, the funny thing is um, I saw like the, um, like the track titles. And at that time I wasn't even sure which beat was which. But when I saw like Sidewalks and I saw that was one of the tracks I produced, I like 100% knew that that was you knew the, the one, yeah. That was that beat, just because of like the mindset like that I had when I was making the beat and like the sound and the feel of it. So that definitely does um it does play a role because it's like you know it's like giving them a canvas or like a colored canvas, you know, to um to add to when you give them a, a beat like that. So. That definitely is dope. It is. It's, it helps, you know, inspire them to be able to write what they write. At, at what, uh, like, at what point throughout the process, right? Whether it be at the beginning, the middle, or the end, when you're, uh, you know, when you're creating a beat or whatever the case may be, or finish the beat, at what point do you know, like, this is for such and such? Um, I kind of, I go into it. Um, I start the beat with, um with like a like with a particular like genre of artists in mind. I don't know if everybody does that. I can only say that's like my process, but I go into it like saying like, all right, I'm gonna make a trap beat or I'm gonna make like a a, a, a grimy boom bap beat. So I kind of know that like right away because that helps me refine what sounds I should be using and like looking for, you know, cause certain particular sounds is not gonna go in like a boom bap grimy beat. You're not gonna use like, 
really super high pitched, like, you know, cheerful, like melodies that you might use in a trap beat in, in like a, a boom bap Grammy beat. So that's like how my process goes. No, that's ill. So I want to run down just, um, just like the, the resume, like up to this point, I want to run down just like some artists, um, just to get the people more in tune with, you know, just like that range. You got Lloyd Banks, you got Freddie Gibbs, you got RJ Payne, Ransom, Chinks, the late great Chinks, rest in peace Chinks. Um, you got Crooked Eye, you got Roscoe Dash, Mickey Fatch, like, right, like that's a, that's a, that's a ill, you know, roster just to have under your belt. And it's like, when you, when you started out producing, you know, I'm sure everybody has dreams of like, I want to get here one day. I want to do this. Like, what was your, what, like, what is, what is success mean to you? Is it the resume? Is it the, I, I need to place me on a big album or is it like just that, that connection with the artist? Like what is, what does success feel like, look like to you? It's a, it's a bit of both. Cause you know, obviously, um, you know, when I, when it gets to that point, you want your music to be your, your bread and butter, your nine to five. And if you, if that's what you want, you got to have, you know, those big billboard, um, you got to get those big billboard songs to get that money coming in. So, um, you know, to, to, to an extent it is about the money, but it absolutely is about like the art, um, the art too. And I want my, I just, I want my resume to be diverse. I want to have, that's one of the things I want to have like one of the most like diverse resumes as a producer and some producers do, but um, again, like I, I want to be able to say like, you can't put me in a box and say like, I can walk in a room and produce a song for Lloyd Banks, but then can't walk in a room with Justin Bieber and produce a song for him. Mm. I want to be that person that can do both and then be known for being able to do both. So. Um, now nah, that's, you know what, but that, that, that's an interesting, like you said, from, from Banks to like Bieber, you know what I mean? Like you, like you can do, a wide range of, you know what I mean? A, a, a wide range of shit like that. And it's, it's interesting to me too, because it's like, I think most people might listen to a lot of music, but they don't see themselves creating that kind of music, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So is it, so is, is it ever a situation where like you listen to, you might be listening to R&B and maybe you feel some of the lyrics that they saying, or you feel a certain way and you like, you know what, I'm about to go create a beat that, like you said, or I'm rapping on. So is, is that always how it comes about? Or do you just kind of wake up someday and just kind of freestyle it and, you know, you kind of just go from there and piece it together? Uh, I, luckily for me, it works. Like, it works whatever way I need it to. Like, if I go, if I have the mindset, or like I say, um, I'm, I'm running low on, like, R&B beats, I can, like, you know, I can just tap right into that and, um, and start creating. And then other times, like, you know, it's, it's, it is, it's still art, like music production. Like you have, you can have like a certain mood. You can beat that describes your mood. Like, because that's the crazy thing is like the beat, like you said before, that sets the tone for like the lyrics. It gives them, you know, the idea, the content that they can write. So if you're in a bad mood, you might make like an aggressive, like beat. <laughs> you know, you're in a good mood, you might make some a little bit like, you know, more like melodic and stuff like that. So it like, at least for me, it, it does work like that. Yeah. No, that's fire. Um, whenever you got so so, we're recording this episode uh, before Father's Day. Um, we're actually gonna drop the episode the week after. You know what I mean? But uh, you know, I was browsing through the Instagram and all that, and I see you had you know became a father. Um, yes. congratulations on that. You know, shout. You know, you got a beautiful family. Um, Thank so you. what was? 
I know what it's like. I got, you know, we both got kids. You know what I'm saying? We do our dad talk. We, you know, we talk like that. So what has that been like? You know what I mean? Like, what is that process of becoming a dad? Like, well, first of all, knowing that you're becoming a dad and then it becoming like a reality, you know, shit like that. Like, Oh, that was uh, crazy. And that's going to lead, that'll lead into like a lot of, um, a lot of stuff. Like, you know, even like with music, because um, like my daughter, she was born, um, she's born three, three months early earlier than she was supposed to. So yeah. she was in the NICU for two and a half months. So I spent like, you know, pretty much um, all the end year holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's going back and forth to the hospital, yeah. you know, hoping she was going to be, you know, okay. And, you know, God, yeah, God is good. Good. yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we, we, um, we got lucky and, you know, she's home and she's, you know, so far she's healthy. Um, and, you know, it's been it's been a crazy like experience because like everything happened so fast from um, like my girl going into labor early. And um, like it was just like like it just felt like everything just happened like so quick, like before you could even process anything, yeah. you know, the baby was there and then we was like back and forth. And then and, like looking back, I, it still feels crazy that literally for two, two and a half months, I was back and forth to the hospital you know, like every day, but, you know, being a dad definitely helped motivate me like so much more with like music and things like that to say that, you know, if I, you know, if I get this going the right way, you know, and this is my job, you know, you can work hard for a month and then take a month off and be with your family and really give them, you know, the time and attention and things like that. So, you know, being a dad, a new dad, especially it's been, you know, it's definitely been like a, a, a an experience to say the least. But it's been a, a blessing, a very big yeah. blessing. Let me uh, let me just extend the uh, you know congratulations, my brother. Uh, welcome, welcome yes. to the girl, yes. to the girl dad, uh, yeah. uh, you know <laughs> tribe. Yes. Um, you know it's it's a, it's a huge responsibility. Uh, but I, I say this, bro, like you know I'm I'm new myself. I'm only two years in, and um, there's there's literally nothing like it, man. Um, you know whatever. You know, whoever's listening, you know, whatever your whatever your passion, whatever your craft is, it just legit like, you know, it's like you go from whatever it was one day and then the next day it's just like full fledged, like full court press, you yep. know, on, on life. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So, you know, uh, you know, I just wanted to extend some blessings to you, bro. And, and you know, I just hope that you, you know, continue to uh to uh to tap in and, and and channel that energy that you receive from being it because you it's it's the love you the love you're going to receive bro like uh you know i i can just i can tell you without without ever producing a beat making a beat other than beating on the beat uh, beating on the table <laughs> at the lunch room and you know what i'm saying having my man flow to it you know what i'm saying i can just tell you man like you, you know the you probably going to find yourself creating some stuff and just being like, holy shit, like, how did I do that, man? Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Welcome, congratulations, man. I'm Thank glad you. everything, I'm glad everything's cool, man. Absolutely. And Thank that should you. help you get through them long nights too, man. Like if you up and you can't get something quite right with these beats and all of that, uh, you know, or it might be a sound you you hear in your head and you can't, you, you're gonna find that energy somewhere and it's gonna come out of nowhere because it's like, you get this extra will to succeed like even more, yeah, you know nah, what I mean? Like, like that, I already know what you're talking about. And Absolutely. hundred percent true. Yeah, it's man. like, yeah, I like, it's not even an option to not like, to not succeed. There you go. Exactly, man. Like, like you know, and, and like Jerry said, you know, extend those blessings to you, man. You know, uh, you know, happy. I'm happy that baby girl is doing good. You know, happy the family is good and everything. Um, and you know, shit, man, I, listen, I'm looking forward to 
everything you got, you know, coming in the future. You told you went from Banks to Bieber to this. To, I, I'm I'm ready. Like I'm I'm trying to hear you on, you know, with with whoever. So um, you know, we we gonna continue to support you, bro. You know, what I mean, you always got some supporters over here at you know at Bomb, you know, rap names, counted things everywhere. You know what I'm saying? So if you ever got a project coming out. You know, we support that. You know, it's it's nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, I got um, I got a few things. Um, RJ, I don't know if he's dropped. He might even be dropping at midnight tonight. But I got oh, um, got two records with RJ Payne. One has a Red Man on it. The other one mm. has Inspector Deck. Um, okay, uh, look, again, you speak you speak in Zerv language right there. You speak in Zerv language. <laughs> yeah. so I'm telling you, that, 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 that's all me right there, I got bro. A lot, um, <laughs> I got a, a good, I got my fingers crossed and nothing's written, but I, I'm, I've been sending to Dreamville. I got some hits back um, from Kaz from Dreamville. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm hoping I get, um, I get on that album. And um, I do want to say before I sign off, um, which uh, man, I do want to say, I, I wanted to tell you before, I got an identical twin brother. He makes beats too. Um, I live on the island. He lives upstate, but he's, um, yeah, he's, yeah. he's just, just, as, just as dope as me, man. Um, his uh, producer name is 800 Hertz. Okay, um, he's all over. Like you'll see him eventually, like tagged up on like you know my uh, Instagram posts and stuff like that because we twins, so we got some. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's um he's dope too. He's been um doing his thing, and the crazy thing is like we're kind of like we're in separate lanes, like separate but equal. Because like I'm like right now I'm tuned into like Boom Bap. Um, he's been doing like going crazy with like drill. Um, oh, okay, and, okay. Like, trap and stuff like that, but we both are like we're interchangeable, and we can do, you know, we can create those things. So right now yeah, we're yeah. just um, we're trying to like build build ourselves up like individually, and then yeah, like yeah. you know we'll we'll do like a little then come together. Game. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, um, man. But I definitely wanted to make sure I shout him out on this. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, shout 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 out to bro, man. Shout out to the twin and all that. Uh, you know, again, like I said, you know, we appreciate you for falling through, for fucking with us. You know what I'm saying? Uh. You know, it's been another another episode of the Rap Names Podcast. You know, you catch us every Sunday. Follow Bomb on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram at B-O-M-M Podcast. Follow Cartoon Beats um, at Cartoon Beats, C-A-R-T-U-N-E-B-E-A-T-Z, right? That's what Absolutely, it is. Absolutely, yep. yeah. Follow us on there. Um, listen, man, go listen to that Banks album if you haven't. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know y'all know what I'm on. Y'all, y'all, come on, y'all hit I'll be listening to that. I'll probably listen to that album 20 times, so I'm not even gonna lie. Like that's <laughs> you know, that's that's just he's, what it is. Uh, he's he's not lying, bro. He 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 was he was through the uh, the album dropped at midnight. What's it, an hour and five? By one <laughs> by listen, by one oh seven Eastern time, my man had a review out on the album. It's uh, not it's perfect, dog. Like and, and just to find out that like you did those exact beats is insane because like those songs, like falsified is in Bro, like rap, yeah. anybody that's just a fan of just rap bars, like that's it. And that beat just like, it's, it's one of those beats where you like, nah, bring that back real quick. Cause this shit is, you know, it's different. Um, Appreciate that. Nah, absolutely bro. Uh, but again, you know, we're gonna let you get up out of here and shit, man. Thanks for tapping in, man. But we, listen, I'm looking forward to anything you got going on. We look to have, you know, we want to have you back on in the future too, man. You know what I mean? Absolutely, uh, man. I'll tap in with y'all for good yeah. Hollywood stuff over here. Yeah, 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 my man. Appreciate my man. you, bro. Appreciate you. Uh, yeah. All right, bro. All right, y'all stay up. My man. Thank you, bro.